Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 3385. We're continuing our series of looks at the Ahsoka series and what we learned about the characters that we met in there today. We are focusing on Ezra Bridger. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So I'll say one thing for Ezra right off the bat, he, <laughs> although being gone for 10-12 years, something like that, certainly hasn't forgotten how to build a lightsaber. Apparently he has been imagining doing that in his dreams for the entire time that he was exiled on Peridia because man is he able to figure out how to get one built quickly when given the opportunity in part eight. We also find out that he has apparently reached some kind of peace and acceptance of his situation on Peridia. Certainly the idea of taking on Thrawn was next to impossible. It was like just him against the entire complement of troops and officers on this Star Destroyer as well as Thrawn and somehow he managed to escape but then you know Thrawn in addition to that waking up the great mothers as well like yeah there was really no hope for him to fight and it doesn't seem like he necessarily tried to raise any kind of rebellion <laughs> with anyone who was on Peridia. Certainly the naughty people were not going to be any help in that regard. And whoever those marauders were, yeah, they seemed to be in it for themselves and not necessarily a group of people that would be responsive to Ezra and him trying to lead some kind of rebellion against Thrawn on that planet. So instead, he just settled down and found a different kind of life until Sabine showed up and suddenly all these thoughts of being able to go home come crashing back and that of course is very exciting except that he doesn't seem to show any urgency about this. He lets Sabine say, uh, can we just enjoy the fact that I'm here with you now? Like, yeah, there's no sense of, okay, that's great, but how did you get here? And where's Ahsoka? And how do we get out of here? Like, there's none of that. And that is one of the things that has kind of driven me a little bit crazy about the last couple of episodes of the series, is that just the lack of urgency, especially considering that... <laughs> You've taken a one in a gajillion shot at jumping from one galaxy to another. And at the time that you arrive there, there's only one way back and you got to be real sneaky about it happening. And there's probably not a, you know, much of a window in which to do it. So yeah, that urgency is just maddening in its absence. As far as his strength in the force has been affected, whether it's changed, grown, shrunk over the past 10 odd years, well, he won't even accept the lightsaber from Sabine when they're surrounded and says, the force is my ally. And he certainly fights pretty well with it and is able to throw people around using the force and that's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
if he got really that much better necessarily, and that's okay, that's fine. I mean, he acquits himself well enough, I guess, in that regard, and also does well with blasters in hand, and eventually when he crafts a lightsaber for, you know, just creating one out of the blue, <laughs> he handles that pretty well too. But other than that, we don't really learn a heck of a lot about him. We learn that he basically managed to avoid Thrawn and the Night Sisters for all this time, that he was very helpful to the Naughty and learned their language, befriended them, and was able to stay with them and you know, help them move from place to place as they needed to. And that's about it. Balin Skull referred to him as a Bakken Jedi who was trained in the wild and not at the Jedi Temple. but. Yeah, it just it doesn't necessarily seem like he has been, you know, <laughs> doing his training like Hu Yang keeps talking about. And have you kept up with your training, Sabine? Yes, no, or whatever the answer is. Yeah, it seems like the answer might be no with Ezra. And, you know, maybe at some point he just decided, yeah, maybe I don't need it that much. Maybe it's kind of good enough as is and I'll use it to levitate something when I need to levitate something. But otherwise, uh, yeah, maybe I don't have to do too much with it anymore now that I'm no longer in any kind of fight. And for the record, we don't know what Bakken means. It's the first use in either canon or legend. So that's kind of interesting to know as well. So that's what I've got for you about Ezra Bridger, what we learned about him as a result of the events of the Ahsoka series. Not a heck of a lot, but you know, at least we got to see him again and how wonderful it is that he is back home in the galaxy far, far away and reunited with Ezra and Chopper. That's definitely a good thing too. So that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.